Corinne Cefeli. I'm a certified health coach. I help people heal their relationships with food and their body. And today on the podcast, I want to remind you that it's okay if you have eaten all your snacks. I'm coming to you with some loving reminders for the quarantine. And I want to thank you for spending some of your time with me today. And I'd love to know, how are you? Really, right now, listening. How are you doing? When was the last time you took a moment to slow down, tap in, and check in on your sweet self? What do you need right now to feel most nourished and taken care of? That's when it, that's within reach, of course, during this shelter-in-place time. I'm pretty sure we could all use a Caribbean beach vacation, but can't really do that right now. So what do you need right now to feel most nourished and taken care of that you can do for yourself within this time? Do you need more rest, more play, more fun, more ease, more popcorn, more productivity? I say that last one super lightly. I am just a little bit annoyed with the pressure to, quote, make the best of this quarantine that I keep seeing all over the internet. You know, I keep seeing people being like, here's all of the things that you could do with all this new time on your hands. And like, look, I get it. Totally get it. And there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to keep yourself busy or to do things. Like I, I get our desire to want to be human doings. <laughs> I grew up in this world too. And I also think this is such a beautiful opportunity for us to be human beings who practice being more than we do doing, constantly doing. I heard Lee Tillman on Instagram say, a pandemic is not a creative retreat. And I loved that. Even though at the same time, I fully acknowledge that a lot of us might be finding ourselves wanting to be creative right now. It might be helping you get by, or it might genuinely be inspiring to you. And if that's the case, by all means, please be creative. And if you're noticing that you're experiencing all of this pressure, either internally or externally to quote, make the best of this time or organize the shit out of every, you know, cabinet in your house or whatever, notice that pressure and then shift into more self-loving forms of self-care. Operating from a place of pressure doesn't actually feel good. So it's one thing to be creative from a place of inspiration. It's another thing to be creative from a place of pressure that you're not doing enough if you're not, quote, doing something. You know, you get to, to tap in and tune in and check in with yourself. And as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm at Kara's Kitchen, Kara with a C, Kitchen with a K. I am in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. This place is totally magical. I would say maybe add it to your list <laughs> of like really places to come and, and visit and travel. I'm really grateful to be here. We have a backyard. We have tons of hiking within walking distance. We even have a hot tub here at the cabin. And we do not have any of this bouginess back in LA at our apartment. So I'm really enjoying being in Sedona, even though... I'm here because of this global pandemic, which isn't the most beautiful or lovely of circumstances. And at the same time, I'm really grateful to have this space. Now, even though being here is great, that doesn't mean I don't miss the little, although they no longer seem little, luxuries of everyday, quote, normal life. I would be lying if I didn't say that I, I miss going out to brunch 
and ordering hash browns and a cup of coffee. I would be lying if I didn't acknowledge that I miss going to listen to music by the beach on Sunday afternoons in Venice, dancing with, um, dancing with my friends and drinking, you know, glasses of cold rosé. I miss Friday night game nights with my friends where I'd cook dinner for everyone and we'd play Catan and Uno. I miss going to the farmer's markets where I would collect inspiration for recipes I'd want to make for the blog and share on Instagram. You know, I imagine that you are missing some things too. Perhaps you miss your commute to work where you'd listen to your podcasts and audiobooks. Maybe you miss going into the office and catching up with your coworkers in the break room. Perhaps you actually miss going and sitting in the lecture hall at university, or you miss going to school, something you never actually thought you'd miss. You know, I have a client right now, one of my one-on-one clients who's in high school, and she was expressing to me how she can't believe that she's actually really missing going to school right now. Perhaps you miss your after-work soul cycle class that really took the edge off of a stressful day. Maybe you miss going out to the theater and watching the latest blockbuster film. Maybe you miss going out to eat with your favorite restaurants or walking around the mall because it was just something to do. One thing that this quarantine has brought up within me is so much gratitude for the parts of life that I took for granted. I know that when we get through this, and I know we will get through this, I will be so much more present to the richness of life, the simple pleasures of life. Things I didn't even really notice much before, but I notice now that they are temporarily misplaced. And perhaps you're experiencing that too. You're noticing that these things that you used to take for granted are actually so incredible. And that is a beautiful thing. Even amongst the sadness, the grief, the chaos, the uncertainty, the unknown, the fear around the economy, the fear for our loved ones and our friends and our health and the health of the people we care about, even amongst all of that, I'm still able to find teachings or lessons or things to be grateful for. My perspective about life has shifted greatly during this time and I imagine perhaps it has for you as well. If you've given yourself the space to reflect on some of those things and maybe after hearing this podcast, you will create that space if you haven't for yourself. Now today, like I said, I want to share a few loving reminders to help you get through this quarantine. Things that have to do with food, your body, your heart, your soul, your mind. I want to remind you that it's okay if you've eaten all of your snacks. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm going to be going through eight little reminders that I have put together here and for quite a few of these reminders I hit up my girl Brene Brown for some of her words of wisdom and by hit up I mean googled her most popular quotes (laughs) so number one talk to yourself like you would someone you love that's from Brene Brown so I'd love for you to check in with yourself right now how have you been talking to yourself how have you been treating have you been treating yourself with kindness There has been a lot of varying messages coming at us from the outside world. Some telling us to make the most of this time to be productive, to start a new hobby, to clean and organize everything, to work out, join the push-up challenge. Others are saying to take it easy, to relax, to just do the best you can to get by, to stay safe and to stay well. And if all you're doing is getting through the day, that is enough. There's a lot of varying messages and I want to remind you to tap in and check in with yourself and what message feels most true for you right now and maybe it changes from day to day. 
But I want you to take a minute to silence all of the outside voices and check in with your inner, inner guidance system. Check in with the voice in your head. Regardless of how you are spending your time, I want to, to remind you to talk to yourself like you would someone you love. And if you're currently not talking to yourself like you would someone you love, here's your invitation to step back into that space of graciousness, of friendliness, of kindness, of love. Talk to yourself like you would someone you love. So good. Thank you for that quote, Brene. We're on a first name basis, obviously. Number two, what we don't need in the midst of a struggle is shame for being human. That's again by Brene Brown. What we don't need in the midst of struggle is shame for being human. So good. Bring in the heat, Brene. Bring in the heat. If you are struggling right now with your relationship with food, with your body image, if you find yourself eating more, exercising less, if you find yourself wanting to microwave burritos and put frozen pizzas in the oven instead of making this elaborate, you know, whole foods made from scratch salad, if you find yourself stressed, anxious, or sad, remember you are a human being living amongst a global pandemic. And everything you are experiencing is a part of this human experience. The last thing you need is shame for your humanness. You need grace, kindness, acceptance, love, compassion, compassion. So don't shame yourself for being a human being, especially if you are struggling given everything that is going on. What you need is compassion and acceptance. Number three, we cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive ones. Again, that is by Brene Brown. So true. So true. I talk about this all of the time with my clients. One of the opportunities that I see during this time is to look at all of the things we've been escaping or avoiding dealing with by being busy and productive. You know, so many of us grasp onto exercise routines or perfectionist productivity or, you know, controlling our food, counting calories and macros and, you know, all of the numbers. Or some of us will casually like date and sleep around and these things give us either a sense of control or they try to fill in some void that we're experiencing or they distract us from parts of ourselves and our lives that we don't really want to deal with or look at. And when those aspects of our life are taken away, like so many of them are right now because we're forced to stay at home, a lot of emotion and unhe unhealed trauma has been coming up to the surface for all of us to look at. It's been intense for some of us. It's been chaotic. So if you have felt a general sense of blah or meh about your life, if you felt like even though you had what seemed like a good life, but you weren't truly happy or able to experience bliss, this might be why. There might be painful emotions or situations or trauma or past experiences that you've been numbing or suppressing by keeping yourself busy in everyday life. And maybe now you have the space to feel them, to look at them, to process them. You know, Brene Brown says, the dark does not destroy the light. It defines it. It's our fear of the dark that casts away our joy into the shadows. So while yes, please rest and just get by, just meet your basic needs if that's all you're capable of, of course. And also, if you feel like it is applicable to you, 
I invite you to take a look at the things that are coming up, to look at the darkness and the shadows and the uncomfortable emotions that are arising. Be with them. See what needs to, what needs to be attended to so that you can really release those emotions. Can, you know, we often say we need to feel to heal. And perhaps now, because you're not so busy with everyday life, you fully have an opportunity to feel all of these uncomfortable emotions that you've been so easily distracted from and not looking at because of the busyness of life. Look at them. Feel them to heal them. And maybe what you'll notice when you go back to life is how your capacity to feel positive emotions increases because you've had a willingness to feel the painful emotions that you've been avoiding. You know, the extent to which we experience pain is the extent to which we experience pleasure. The extent to which we experience happiness is the extent to which we allow ourselves to truly experience sadness. And so perhaps this is a time for you to really turn the willingness dial up and feel those uncomfortable emotions that maybe you've been running from. I think that this is so much of the work that I do with myself, with my clients, that willingness to feel the uncomfortable things because I know on the other side of it, there is so much joy. There is so much peace and freedom and self-expression. So, okay. Number four, want to be happy? Stop trying to be perfect. Again, Brene Brown slaying with her quotes, her one-liners, man. She is like a one-liner queen. Stop trying to look perfect. Exercise perfect. Eat perfect. Be perfect. If you are struggling with being really rigid and judgmental towards yourself and how you are eating, this is reflective of how much you believe there is a right and a wrong way to eat or a right and a wrong way to look. And you're either trying really hard to stay within the right way and torturing yourself over it, or you find yourself so caught up in in being, quote, the wrong way, and you're shaming yourself to death about it. But as Brene Brown says, you cannot shame or belittle people into changing their behaviors. And that includes you. So relax, breathe, take it easy. It's really hard to keep your balance when you are trying to walk on a tightrope. It's much easier to keep your balance when you have the whole sidewalk to move about. So the more permission you give yourself to eat what you want, to want what you want, the easier it will be for you to have a more balanced relationship with food. It's so much more easy to keep your balance when you're not on a tightrope with your relationship with food. So stop trying to be perfect if you want to be happy. Number five, emotional eating is okay. I've said this a million times, so it's just a quick reminder. Food is comforting, pleasurable, and it brings us joy, and it is meant to do that. You know, I have said this on Instagram, that if food really was just about fuel or saying, rather saying that food is just about fuel, is like saying sex is just about making babies. And we know that food much like sex, is about so much more than making babies. It's about pleasure. It's about connection, intimacy, joy, partnership, community, right? So if turning to food is helping you self-soothe during this time of craziness, that's awesome. Let it self-soothe you. Let it take the edge off. Now, If you know that you need to take care of your emotional needs in additional ways, by all means, add in those additional ways. But you can do that without shaming yourself for emotional eating. 
you can allow yourself to expand your emotional coping toolkit without trying to not emotionally eat. Whenever we try to not emotionally eat and whenever we try to control ourselves around food, it backfires. We rebel. And often not trying not to emotionally eat typically just leads to more emotional eating. It's a, it's a negative f- feedback loop. It's like the restrict, restrict binge cycle in some ways. So it's okay to emotionally eat. Food is meant to bring you pleasure, comfort, joy. Let it take the edge off. And of course, if you need to take care of yourself in additional ways, do so without beating yourself up, without restricting yourself. Number six, be gentle as you adjust to a new routine. Now, a lot of people on Instagram have asked me how I'm able to eat so balanced during this time or how I'm able to like be so calm amongst all of this chaos. And while I, a huge component of this is simply that I have an incredibly solid relationship with food. Like literally, you guys, it is my job to help people heal their relationships with food. So of course I embody what I teach. I walk the walk. (laughs) But in addition to that, my boyfriend also loves to cook. We're still going to the grocery stores and we're still cooking food together. You know, Brent loves to cook. So it's not just me cooking meals. And I haven't had as much desire to cook as I typically do and he's sort of been filling in the filling in the blanks there and I know that not everybody has that maybe your boyfriend or husband hates cooking or maybe you're single you know so in addition to me having a solid relationship with food I have someone else who's cooking with me so don't so I'm sharing this with you to say hey your situation might be really different than me and the question of how am I able to be so balanced is also reflective of you comparing yourself to me right it's also reflective of comparison and we know comparison is the thief of joy comparison makes all of us feel like shit and robs us of our own experience and so our situations might be really different now another component is that I didn't all of a sudden have to have kids at home to homeschool or all of a sudden start working from home when I was so used to going into the office You know, my routine wasn't massively shooken up. I'm a homebody. I'm an introvert. And I already work from home and spend most of my day on Zoom talking to my clients. So this quarantine is largely what my everyday life already looked like. So my point is, if it's not the case for you and you are adjusting to a massive change in routine, please give yourself some grace. Please. Please, I know personally how difficult it is to adjust to new routines. I was sitting in meditation this morning thinking about this podcast and I remember back in 2016 when I left my corporate job in LA and I moved to Arizona to open up a restaurant, the adjustment was fucking hard. My whole world was upside down. I went from living by myself to living with my brother and his girlfriend. I went from having a boyfriend to being single. I was so heartbroken. I went from having a steady, comfortable job that I knew how to do very well to working by myself, managing employees, and basically running a restaurant. And I had no prior experience running a restaurant. I went from living to Los Angeles to living in Arizona. I went from being surrounded by my friends to slowly, you know, having to find new friends or connect with old friends from my past. So needless to say, it was really hard to adjust to that new routine. I was stressed, sad, lonely, afraid of failing. So I can imagine what some of you are feeling if you feel like your whole world has been turned upside down. Give yourself a break, relax, breathe, take space. You're doing the best you can and that is good enough. You are good enough. So be gentle with yourself as you adjust to a new routine. 
even if this is temporary, which I truly believe it is. We are going to get back to life as we know it. It's just a matter of time. I don't know how much time, but I have faith. Number seven, pretty, pretty, please, my loves, stop worrying about weight gain. I have a special kind of frustration for people who are fear-mongering weight gain at this time or making jokes about their quarantine body or telling people how they're going to like hustle and pound it at the gym as soon as they get out of quarantine or they're talking about how they're using this time to like quote, you know, get the perfect ass or whatever. I have a special kind of frustration for this bullshit that I'm seeing online. Truly, 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 if weight gain is the worst thing that happens to you during this global pandemic, I'd say you're one of the lucky ones. I personally know three people who have had family members die from COVID and I have had one friend's boyfriend actually get COVID. He was sick for weeks. So if you gain weight but stay alive, or if you gain weight but still have your job, if you gain weight but can still pay your bills, if you gain weight but don't lose a family member or a friend to this virus, you are one of the lucky ones. So please look at what you are focusing on, what you are valuing. Please look at your priorities. Are they in alignment with what actually matters to you? What's actually truly important? Truly, I say this with so much love. I have so much compassion for us around our body image. Please, you guys know that if you listen to this podcast. I have a ton of compassion for our body image and our fear of weight gain. But truly, if one of the biggest problems or concerns in your life right now is your weight, then truly you need some bigger problems. You need some bigger problems than what your weight is. And we have a lot of bigger problems to deal with right now in our world than whether or not we gain weight during this pandemic. So please, please give yourself some grace and let go of the fear of weight gain. It's the last thing you need to be afraid of or worrying about right now. Number eight, honor your experience. This is so, so important. Be where you are. All of us are having different experiences. Some of us are stressed out and crying and anxious and and not sure how we're going to pay rent next month. Some of us are feeling calm and at peace. Some of us are feeling a combination of all of the feels, all of the things, and it's changing day to day. Some days we feel like, okay, we got this. We're good. We're we're great. I'm going to get through this. And then the next day we're a mess and we're a wreck and we're stressed and we watch the news and, you know, we heard some bad information or whatever it is. So just be where you are and honor your experience. If you are tired, rest. If you have energy, move. If you feel inspiration, make something. If you are happy one day, crying the next, it's all good. Truly, we are all beautiful, magnificent, complex human beings capable of feeling happiness and sadness at the same time. You can be angry at someone and still love them at the same time. Your emotional capacity is not black and white. It's a million shades of gray. So don't invalidate yourself. Honor your experience. Be where you are. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to their experience. Be with what's real for you and honor that. And take it day by day. It's okay if you notice that one day you're okay and the next day you're not. That's all right. Just honor yourself and be where you are. Now, the one last little thing, this little bonus one, I say this lightly as it may or may not resonate with you. 
you know, this little podcast episode today is like a buffet. You can take what you want and leave what you don't. And so if this last one doesn't resonate with you, that is okay. But I am sharing it because I know that some people listening, it will connect with. And if it's not you, no worries. Leave it behind. Number nine is other consciousness. So something that has always helped me through hard times is having something bigger than me that really inspires me that I want to be a contribution to or that I want to be in service of or I want to work towards. You know, on this podcast, I have shared Brandilyn Tebow's quote a million times. It says, we don't need to solve our problems. We only need problems bigger than ourselves. The antidote to self-consciousness is not self-improvement, but other consciousness. I can't express enough how much having other consciousness has made a difference for me in my life. So right now, I have my clients, I have my business, I have my group programs, Soul on Fire and Embodied Rebel Academy. But amongst all of that, I've also begun to start putting the pieces together to make a documentary. You know, this is a new dream that I discovered that's really, really alive in me right now. I've always loved documentaries and I've realized that it's the next sort of like big mountain I want to climb. You know, I finished the cookbook in January and I've been really present to how much I want to make a documentary about diet culture, fat phobia, the problems with the BMI, the beauty myth. And I'm starting to lay the foundation and do research on what it would actually take. And, you know, it's filled me with inspiration and passion and joy and the level of fear-mongering from diet culture that is so present during this pandemic has only reiterated how necessary and needed and important a documentary like this is. And I have really, really big dreams for this documentary. I want it to be a docu-series and I want it to be on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I know, big, big, big dreams and goals right here for someone who has literally zero experience in film. But my point of sharing this is it's okay for you to make a vision board or for you to dream about what you want to create with your life when thing, when we move past this or move through this epidemic, pandemic, pandemic, excuse me. And like I said earlier, <laughs> quoting Lee Tillman, it's not a creative retreat. And so if you feel like you need to just relax and get by, that is fine. That is so okay. And if you are inspired by thinking about big dreams that you've put on hold and you're like, wow, when I finally get to go back to my quote normal life, I actually want to chase after these dreams and not put them on hold anymore. You know, I feel like this pandemic um, has like, taken away life as we know it and for those of us who weren't living a life that we love it's sort of been jolting and we've been like wow I haven't been living a life that I've loved when I had the ability to and now I don't have the ability to right now even if it's temporary and so maybe you're feeling like I really want to make sure that I go after my dreams when I'm finally able to do those things and you know if you were inspired by it what is the big dream or goal of yours that you could start exploring more right now you know if you gave yourself permission to go after what you want or to even speak your dreams into existence share them with another person now again of course if you are just struggling to meet your basic needs or to just make it through the day that is okay let this one go <laughs> next you know please don't feel ashamed for where you are at remember to honor your experience number eight right above but i am noticing how much 
planning out this documentary and dreaming about this documentary is helping me make it through these days. It's helping me make it through this pandemic when I'm like missing just like going out for a cup of coffee, you know? And I, I truly am going to do whatever it takes to make this documentary a reality. And I'm sharing it for the first time right now. And so having this other consciousness of like really wanting to change the way our world views people based on body size, I want to change this belief that that thin is healthy and good and that fat is unhealthy and bad. I really want to change that within the culture. If we change that, people won't be so afraid of judgment from others. They won't be afraid of weight gain. And it is so alive in me, this desire and this mission to help change the world. And so I've been been on the phone with people. I've been planning out this documentary and I'm loving it. It's so exciting to me. So If you are inspired by other consciousness and you want to use this time to think about, you know, the change you want to make when you get back out in the world, please do so. Do that. How awesome. And then, of course, if that's not where you're at, no problem. So I just want to quickly reiterate these little reminders and we'll wrap up this podcast. So number one, talk to yourself like you would someone you love. That's by Brene Brown. Number two. We don't need, what we don't need in the midst of struggle is shame for being human. Again, by Brene Brown. So good. Number three, we cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive ones. The dark does not destroy the light. It defines it. It's our fear of the dark that casts our joy into the shadows. Uh, Both, again, both by Brene Brown. Number four, want to be happy? Stop trying to be perfect. You, that's by Brene Brown, also by Brene Brown. You cannot shame or belittle people into changing their behaviors. Number five, emotional eating is okay. Number six, be gentle as you adjust to this new routine. Number seven, pretty, pretty, please stop worrying about gaining weight during this time. And also always, but especially right now. Number eight, honor your experience and be where you are. And then optional number nine is other consciousness. Find other consciousness if you are struggling with being really self-conscious and fearful right now. Okay, I hope you guys got a lot out of this podcast. It definitely ended up being a little longer than I was thinking it would be. But I hope you enjoyed it no less. I am sending you so much love and I will see you guys all next week.